Good morning and welcome. Welcomen, nice. I think is how they say it in Germany. Yep. Um, have you ever seen, I do like the, uh, like sometimes, I don't know, I'm like a subway or whatever. It'll, it'll just tell you like welcome in every single language. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's weird as fuck. Welcome, I just remember, welcome in. I remember welcome in because it's pretty much welcome. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, welcome to, I'm going to actually take a guess because we blundered last week, but we were correct. I think this is episode 135. Nailed it. Of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Um, brought to you by Taco Casa, Loyalty Liquors. Got a new sign up at Loyalty Liquors. Not really a new sign, but they repainted it. It looks really good. Oh, um, love that. And new, new light bulbs. Um, and uh, hosted by us. How the hell are you, brother? How uh, the hell are you? I'm, I'm good, Benny. Uh, you know, here we are for second, second day of, third day of fall? Second day of fall? Oh, yeah. Yep, it was a screaming hundred degrees out here yesterday. So, oh, bro, it is the complete opposite here. It is right now. It's probably about fifty-seven degrees outside. It's that that beautiful, perfect fall, yeah. crisp air. The sun's out, as you can see. It'll probably be in the mid sixties today. Just, yeah, that's what you want to hear. Unbelievable, but that's what um, you want to hear. With with the change of the season comes changes in life i I think i'm going back behind the bar uh one or two nights a week probably just one night a week um starting probably next week shot huge shout out to katie white our uh our personal mug maker she is uh moving to charlotte and uh as a as a result i will be going back behind the bar so katie good luck good luck to you i know you're listening the second thanks thanks for moving i mean uh nothing (laughs) Thanks for <laughs> I said meant to say thanks for making all our mugs because we got wide two career mugs from her, so I appreciate that. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for moving. Too, thanks for right? moving, Katie. <laughs> thanks for moving. That's Jesus fucked up. Price. Yeah. Uh, uh, nice, nice Brains job. Off. Nice job. Um, so that's that's uh that's exciting. It'll be nice to just put some extra money and then uh Ben, I have dived completely into i know last week i mentioned dived dove is that i have mm, no probably dove it's probably dove yeah no well this is a conundrum that i mean aaron and i had a had a an an abnormally long text uh exchange the other day talking about the difficulties of the english (laughs) language but that's for that's for another that's for another time all right um go ahead so you 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 Dove did did right in. Drive is to drove as dive is to dove. So I dove in. Jesus Christ. Oh boy. All right. So I dove into uh, complete research on the country of Norway this past week, and uh, I think I think I have to go and fly fish for. I mean, they've got all kinds. Wait, silver. What the hell was that thing? Atlantic salmon. Atlantic. They, have, they have one of the one of the best atlantic salmon fisheries in the world um because i mean it's pretty wild so it's like all those where the ocean meets the country like they all it like filters in through the fjords which is i watched this video this youtube video of these english guys fishing this fjord it's so weird because it's like 
it feels like you're like fishing like a big like alpine lake or something right like there's mountains on all sides of you and you're fishing this like beautiful clear water but it's salt water and they were catching like halibut and like arctic char and like and sea trout and all this shit but it's like this super calm like lake looking water surrounded by mountains it looks unbelievable but then as they get more inland, obviously they become freshwater and they get, so they have a huge Atlantic salmon population, great trout population, all, all the stuff that you would want to fly fish for. So, so you're going to delve in. Yes. Nice one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, um, I, so I've been like, you know, now I, I, I fly, I have fly fished, uh, you know, whatever, three, four times in my life, all with you. And, uh, so now I have to get a fly set up. I mean, that's the, that's the only, this sounds like something you and I from like 10 years ago, like, oh, I fly fish one time. Now I got to go get a fly set up and try to travel to another country and go fly. I mean, bro, you don't got to tell me, you know, you know, my whole thoughts and theory on, on my stuff is like, I've, I've had probably like the biggest issue ever in my life. No, I'm sorry. My whole life, my biggest issue, my entire life has been like, if I do some, like, even as a child, like if I was seven years old playing in the front yard and we're playing wiffle ball, I would run inside and I would put on my baseball uniform. And then as kids, you know, you change your mind and I don't know, 13 seconds so now we're playing soccer in the front yard so i gotta run back inside put my soccer uniform on you know and then it's like oh we're going fishing well i gotta get all my fishing shit you're doing whatever and it's like i always you know had to be dressed for the part i i thought but then it's like any i guess professional of their craft would be like you know you gotta you know look the part be the part you know to like you know look good feel good wheel good it's like are you hindering yourself if i wasn't changing you know clothes for every for every event or am i just a pussy because then then you look at like you know the little kid in you know central america who doesn't have shoes has one t-shirt and a pair of shorts and he's fucking master of all things so playing for um, his country's national team yeah right exactly as as an underager um (laughs) um no but that's just the that's the american i guess i mean that's i probably have that's probably a mental health issue um more (laughs) than like (laughs) i mean that i know you do (laughs) um like rather than like a an american issue it's like yeah but but like i mean at least as it pertains to this specific topic like you know this like there are things in in this world where like spending the money on makes an actual difference and and fishing equipment is, is one, of, one them. of them absolutely trust me, trust me because not to not not to bring up central america again but it's like we're down in i don't know nicaragua or i think and uh 
we're like hanging out at sunset and there's this rock cliff. I think I even told the story and there was like, you know, not that big of a space. And there was at least 50 to 60 guys out there handline fishing. Yeah. You know, and, and they, they're doing an incredible job. They obviously have the, they have it dialed in, Yeah. but I'm sitting here thinking like, Oh damn. Imagine if, you know, you had a nice, 10 foot surf caster with Seriously. a with a weight and you could yeah. just throw it out an extra you know 40 yards yeah. past where you know you need to be and it's like next thing you know um you know the old saying it's not the arrow it's the archer well it's like very much the arrow um in <laughs> in some of these cases and it, you start looking at you know the things you know where you've come in technology and it's like uh I, I mean even like i mean uh, fuck anything dude bicycles i think that's like the biggest thing right now it's like the other day i see these two i'm just driving down the road and i see these two elderly folks going 30 miles an hour on bicycles in the opposite direction not pedaling e-bikes e-bikes you know <laughs> it's like are you riding a bicycle like don't tell me that you got the e-bikes because you wanted exercise, you know, it's just, but yeah, that, that's a real, that's a really weird thing. And I, I actually want to go back to that, but if, closing up on the, on the fishing gear thing, like the other thing too, is that like, you know, the expression, you buy cheap, you buy twice. Not Listen, I'm not going out and spending fucking $1,500 right off the rip, but like I've had the experiences in the past too, where I've bought, less expensive things thinking like oh this will do the trick it'll be fine and like you know i remember the first the first spinning rod i like bought myself as like an adult quote unquote uh the, i i just you know bought the one that i thought looked the coolest and was cheap and like i think the fourth or fifth time i used it the guides like busted off the fucking rod and it's like so at the same time you you got to spend a little bit of money but uh, good I was just going to say, I read this great article the other day about, um, it was like getting into fishing and not having to break the bank. Yeah. And then it, t it tells you where to break the bank. Yeah. And, uh, the, the number one thing he said was hooks. Don't buy cheap hooks. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's a, that's a given. I'm a, I'm, to, a, I'm a Katsu guy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, to go off what you're saying, it's like, we, before we went, on our trip, we, we, uh, ordered a saltwater fly rod yep. and the brand was Reddington yep. Reddington off of Amazon. And it was a nine weight saltwater fly rod. So it's, um, like the reel is made out of plastic. Like yep. it almost looks like it could be like 3d printed. Is that and then so the it rod doesn't get corroded or anything? Like that? I'm guessing, I'm guessing. And, uh, it's like that hard, hard, you know what i'm talking about like yep. it's not like plastic but it's i wonder what the, what is that shit called polymer maybe yeah probably um anyway so <clears throat> we busted it came you know it was a nine weight so a heavier fly rod and it came spooled with you know floating line on it the if you tried casting it it was the most trash thing ever really? the line well the line was so fucking cheap like yeah. so cheap that it like was hard and like it wouldn't go yeah. so 
had we had an extra fly reel. I had my ex of uh, a regular freshwater fly reel, and I I stripped it of all the line and I put the Orvis floating line, yep, onto the saltwater <laughs> plastic fly reel, and it it absolutely cast like a dream. No. So in that case, it was like, you know, there was some components that were completely fine but in that case the line is just shit you know so i think that that goes to say it's like you might be able to find something cheaper and then you just get decent line well and the thing is is like i don't even mind i I really don't even mind spending first of all i have like six hundred dollars in bass pro shop slash cabela's gift cards so like you know i you know all all things considered i'm probably out of pocket i'm probably not going to pay a dime for this which is nice. Um, I guess clear water rod that I have is uh, 200 bucks, isn't it? Yeah. So they've, well, they've got a, so they've got a full, and it comes with a whole, it comes with a kit. I was going to say, they have, they have a rod reel combo, the Orvis clear water for 350. And, you know, everything you read online says that like, you know, that's a great setup, like a good all around setup. I guess the biggest problem is, is that like, I really don't. So correct me if I'm wrong. It's so, it's so wild to me, just as an aside that like, you know, I've fished for so long now and, you know, know so much lingo and so many different presentations and, you know, like I, you know, I know at least freshwater, you know, bass fishing, like down cold for the most part. And yet, then you talk about it just a different discipline of the same sport and it might as well be you know these people might as well be speaking fucking japanese to me you know with the the weights and the tippets like i don't even understand what tippet is tippet just all right tippet like is just leader line. it's just leader no right. it's leader they just like to you know it's fancy they're, they're fly fishermen are fancy you know it's like um but the tipper the tippet is <clears throat> you can go into the fly shop and you can buy like a nine foot tapered leader okay and it starts as thick monofilament and it runs to to pretty much very nothing at all monofilament yeah that's the expensive way to do it you can buy four rolls of tippet each a different size line and just make your own that's Mm -hmm. that's what it is essentially well because that does that is an element of fly fishing is that there's a lot more do it yourself in there than there is with right because the other thing is like you know if you really wanted to be a purist like straight up you would walk down to you know the creek the river whatever you would sit in the bushes for hours yeah um, and then, you know, depending on the specific time of day, you're like, you're watching either what's coming up and, and not specific time of day. We're talking time of year. Like right, it could right. be just one day and you sit there and you either watch flies come off the water or you watch flies. Um, I, I'd actually, I don't know the terms, but when a fly is buzzing around the water and touches the water, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then you try to catch one of those flies, okay? Then you catch that fly and you take it home and you get on your little fucking, you know, fly tie and stand 
Right. You whip up that fly and then you walk back to the river and then go try to catch the fish with that. It's like you can get as pure as you want to in terms of, I mean, that's, that's art. That's, Shout out uh, art. my favorite movie ever. Um, a river runs through it. Of course. Classic. What a uh, flick. A lot of good, <clears throat> a lot of big name actors in that movie. But they, yeah, I was going to say it really doesn't, it's not as, as much about fly fishing, but I mean, no. they, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It's enough about fly fishing. I feel like <clears throat> there's definitely some good lessons and shit. Um, but yes, just circling, just yes. And so I agree with that. And at the end of the day, I will figure it out because you know me, I'll just do hours and hours and hours worth of research. And I, I think it's a little bit no easy. Time. I think I was in your exact shoes here and never even had casted a fly rod. And I think I very quickly was like, I'm going to become a fly fisherman. And the next thing you know, it's like, I was just catching hogs. So. <laughs> right. People forget. Um, and that, that's a joke because <laughs> I sent Aaron this uh, text yesterday talking about how, Really, I mean, my, most of my fly fishing experience is in the Tetons, and right. it's in rivers with juvenile fish that yeah. will eat just about anything. Yeah. So, um, it's a good way to get your feet wet, though. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. Literally. Um, but yeah. going back to the electric exactly. bike things, you know, what we have a ton of in New Haven fucking electric scooters. That's what all scooters. these kids are, yeah. are riding these days. Are they are they are they like lime lime scooters or whatever or are they their own their own scooters that they like charge in their dorm room? Oh no, they're like scooters that they are. Own. They like yeah, their personal scooters. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's not like the bike share. No, there's you know what so, I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, I do. <laughs> so really randomly, yeah, it's actually a little surprising. I guess they the thing about those is they're probably worried they get stolen. You know, people forget that New Haven is is still gun waving New Haven. And they probably would get stolen, in all honesty. Um, randomly, the closest town around here that it has them, it's like the least, the town you'd least expect to have them, is Naugatuck, Connecticut. And they have like five of them. They may have more, honestly. I'm not 100% positive, but I know there's like five of them that are lined up outside this elementary school I drive past on Wednesdays. But um, yeah, my, like my neighbor across the hall, he's a big electric scooter guy, the one who keeps having to break into his own apartment, although he's been good lately. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just a, such a weird thing, such a weird day and age we live in where people don't even want to pedal their bikes or, you know, push their own scooters. And it's just such a, such an odd time to, it really is It like, I mean, it's pretty incredible that, um, you know, like an industry that I guess you could almost say was always like. I mean, shit, dude. My first ever job was at Vernon Cycle, a bike shop. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people buy bikes, but it's it's not that, like, they don't really. You know, it's like, and obviously they closed. And I think, like, places like, uh, you know, the, the big box stores, like, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods and, yeah. you know, Walmart, you can buy bikes there. and But now there's a, at least this new like 
hey let's get a bicycle because we don't really have to do anything right you know we can press the the throttle and and we can go but it, it is giving me I don't know. It's probably all part of this fucking green bullshit, you know? Going green. Yeah, well, like we... Just because, know. and the reason I say that is just because it's one more, you know, battery up or electric thing. It's like now I'm, all the ads I'm getting on, you know, it's like I follow every single center console and boat, like, buying thing on Facebook. And so now all my um ads targeted ads are the new like mercury electric outboards right you know so that's in in next five years you're gonna see million dollar boats with electric motors on the back you know weird which yeah and i don't know if it's weird in the sense because like i keep thinking about it and i'm like imagine if your t-top like the top of your center console just had a a solar panel on it you know it's like you could kind of always have juice um it's just i don't know dude it's just like i just was like talking the other day like i think we came up in such an odd time you know like we saw the evolution of the computer essentially like we saw the computer from its earliest stage to I'm on my computer, on my hand, sitting in my truck, doing a podcast right now. And it's like, it would have been cool to have a snapshot of a different, you know, period of time, you know, like. Yeah. Because I don't know what the technological advance is like. I don't know if we're in a time where it's like, whoa, is it like, are we a thousand times faster than our relatives just in the in the 1930s and 40s were like is is thing hat like are things happening at like a rate that much faster or like what's the probably because i I would imagine things have just been compounding since the the you know the day it all started yeah well i do think uh i think the other thing it's funny you should bring that up i was thinking about this the other day when i was walking the dog um the remember when we talked about the social dilemma there's a bit in the social dilemma where they're talking about how we have godlike technology but like primate brains and so i mean that shows you kind of to a degree how far we've come because you know we've come so far that the human body hasn't even really like evolved to become accustomed to handling all the technology and information overload and like you'd have to think if humanity doesn't wipe itself out or mother earth doesn't wipe us out that like there will come a point where humans will evolve to be more like in tune with technology than we are now but which is scary i don't know it's weird ben because like i think we grew up you and i grew up at at a great time because we saw the world the way it was beforehand and you know we had real childhoods and you know, childhoods that were very normal in terms of their structure and raised us into pretty well-adjusted members of society. Um, and at the same time have had the ease of use of computers. You know, the, the fact that you can, you know, if there's anything you want to know literally at all, you can, you have the answer in your pocket. Like, I think that's, that's great, but 
at the same time, I think our generation really. Aaron, I these I want of technology. I say too. something off what you're saying right now. Go ahead. Literally, what you're just saying right there. I just had this like ultimate like epiphany sort of, and we are computers. Yeah. Right. Our brains. Mm-hmm. We're taking in so much information. It's like the iPhone four couldn't handle it all. That's why they had to upgrade. Right now, it's like we're we're slowing ourselves down. I think with the amount of information that we're taking in. I totally. So how do you how do you combat that? That I don't know. It's funny you should you should mention that again. Uh, I was talking to Jason the other day, our buddy Jason. Shout out Jay, who doesn't listen to this, so he can fuck off. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, we were talking, he brought up some memory from high school. He was like, Oh, my first, my first class, my first day of high school was with, you know, such and such in, in this room. And I was like, dude, I, like, I don't, I couldn't tell you what my first, like my first class of high school was. And he's like, no chance. He's like, how do you, he's like, how do you not remember? He's like, you remember everything. And I was like, dude, I honestly, and this is something I truly believe is that like, I think with the amount of information I overload my brain with, like this week has been all outside of work and normal life and shit has been all fly fishing. I've just overloaded everything I can learn about it. I've watched a dozen YouTube videos, you know, I've read articles like, and so I'm pumping all that information into my brain, which I didn't previously had. I had some obviously from when I went fishing for, with you, but that also was like, you were my guide. And I was just, you know, there having a good time, you know, basically listening to what you were saying. And so I think because like, that's the way I operate. Those are not two things that really go together. What you guiding? Me guiding, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I mean, I caught that mountain white fish based on your guidance. <laughs> Um, yeah. I, uh, but I, so I think that like that, like constant need to like learn and have information and learn new information is a great thing for me. But what I do truly think suffers is like those memories, like those right. random memories that like, you know, really are inconsequential that really don't make any difference <clears throat> at all. But like, it's like, is it like the trash can on the computer? Like, do you, as yeah. you take new files in, do you just have to delete old files? Totally. Like, that's just the way like, human memory, like, works, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's, like, it's finite. Right. I'm, like, I don't know why I never really, like, thought of that until now. And it's, like, I'm that same way, I mean, in terms of, like, thinking or overthinking or just, you know, whatever it may be it's just like i get that so it's like i remember you know definitely some things and then i like i wonder what makes a memory stick you know like what like for you like does some sort of like dopamine get released in like one specific memory that'll make you like recall that memory for longer i have no idea bro I mean, I'm just, I mean, me neither. These are just like, and I truly like, like, I truly feel like the way like my memory personally works is that like, it gets triggered by things like, mm-hmm. like the reason why I'm good at trivia is not because I actually can just pull all this information whenever I need it. It's because whatever the question is in the trivia, like triggers the memory in my brain of why I know that. And then like that, that will trigger the response 
And it's not that like, I have like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Like, I don't, I feel like I don't have access to all of my memory at all time at all times, but there are things that will happen that will spark memories and be like, Oh, okay. Now I remember that. And then he started talking. So he was talking about his first uh, class of high school and slowly, but surely things started to come back to me, like where my homeroom was. Like I couldn't remember what, what science I took freshman year. And then slowly I started to be able to like picture the classroom. And then I remember the time that I got sent to the principal's office because I pitched a kid of a volley, not a volleyball, a a beach ball. And he hit it with an umbrella and popped it and broke the umbrella. And the (laughs) teacher walked in right as that was happening. So yeah, like, you know, (laughs) I like these memories come back that I don't think I could just pull out normally, but it's such a weird, weird, like time to be alive. And I, so the other thing too, is like, as we're talking about technology and memory, like, will there become a time where technology has advanced to a point where you can like download all your memories into a computer and like go through them and like watch them and be able to go back and see like, because the other thing about human memories, it changes over time. You remember stuff the last time, the way you remembered it, the last time you remembered it, not necessarily as it happens. It's like the human memories is weird in that way. Or one step ahead of that, it's like, are all of our memories already downloaded? Oh man, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I bet you. I bet you. Fucking if 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 they aren't already, well, and Neuralink goes live, like that's going to be a feature of Neuralink. I bet. So then, do you have to have Neuralink to be able, dude? That is just like. I mean, that's not a good thing. No. It is not. I I truly I truly am not huge on the get the what in the fuck and the uh, get something implanted in my brain uh, camp. That is that is not something I'm kind of adverse to new technology, no, but- anyways. But like that is something I'm extremely adverse to. Right, but then it's like is it the kind of thing that you don't even have a say in it? Well, eventually like that will, you know, probably become the case, right? It'll be like, you know, you will have to get a Neuralink chip to, you know, receive certain benefits or to, you know, take advantage of certain things and to travel. And inevitably that will become, become a thing. Hopefully we're dead by the time that happens. Yeah. I hope so. Which is so the scariest thing to me, Ben, or the craziest thing to me, Ben, is that like, I remember being a kid and like playing on the computer and stuff and thinking it was so cool and like being so excited for the future and excited to be an adult and what the world's going to look like and flying cars and everything's going to be great. And then, you know, now we're 33 and it's like, not that yeah. much has changed. Everything's just gotten a little bit better, but like you know, it, it, the world as a yeah, whole but have has things gotten, gotten worse. Better? No, I mean, technology has gotten better oh, in terms right. of like from when we were kids. But it, well, but as technology's like, gotten better, the world has gotten worse to a degree. Yeah, but like they've shown models from like the 1960s of like what it could look like in the 2020s, and you can definitely tell that the goal was to be a lot further along than, yeah. than we are <laughs> than, than we are 
the, uh, um, the objective was to be flying cars and like floating buildings and hanging gardens which and- which the other thing is like i truly truly believe that it's all i think it's already like it can happen but it just doesn't fit the system well that's like, it that's just you know it. it's like the the flying cars are here the you know you name it it's like it's here and it's been developed and it just is not it doesn't fit in with the you know the capitalistic you know well that that's just what i was going to say is that it's it's like there's there is like the technology to create clean water from salt water exists but the reason why it's not been invested in more heavily is because it's it's not yet proven to be super profitable it's very expensive to do and it's like the other thing is like just as many like or or just if you think about like call it the new wealth um the new wealth uh technocratic style um like electric society people yeah like there's a bunch of them but there's also still a bunch of those old white-haired oil guys that have fucking more dough than you can imagine that they're like nah we ain't doing you know we're not going there yet so um i think that that'll always be you know they'll, they'll always be two sides pulling at the what do they say? The coat strings or the coat tails? Or yep, exactly. Um, but that's just it. As long as there's private interest money in government, not even just our government, world governments, this these things will never change. I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, I had a... Like, it'll be there. The option will be there. But it's just like, you know, and like even talking about like california and how they're like banning you know gas cars california is one of the biggest if not the biggest agriculture producer in the entire united states is that right by far the biggest yes by far the biggest what are they running for tractors there gas power tractors okay i was just wondering john deere specifically you know John Deere Green. No, but it's just like at what point is like you know, there's a fuckload of people, but there's just as many farms. It's like yeah. uh is there some irony in that in that statement or no? So yeah. um or does that mean it's like all the farm shit is going either robotic or electric? I don't know. I don't know. These are questions that I don't know. We're going to find out, buddy. Uh, ben, let me. Yeah, uh, we will. Let's wrap up with this. I want to read an inspiring quote from the forty-sixth president of the United States. He's forty-six, right? Joe Biden's forty-six. Yes. The question was for this is from sixty minutes last week. Uh, Scott Pelley was doing the interview. He asked uh, or said, uh, which leads me to my next question. You are more of, more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job, and when you hear that, I wonder what you think. President Joe Biden, watch me. And my honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then, you know, that's one thing. It's another thing. You just watch. And 
and, you know, keep my schedule, do what I'm doing. I, I think that, you know, I don't, when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute, what, how old are you? What are, how, what say, you know, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the pudding, puddings in the eating. I mean, I, I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old and, but I think it relates to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. If that doesn't get you fired up for the week, I don't know what will. Hey, fool me once, shame <laughs> on you. Fool me. Can't get, get fooled, fooled again. again. Oh God. Uh, well, and that ladies and gentlemen is our time. Thank you for coming. Uh, Katie white. Good luck. Ben, you got anything else? Um, no, man. There's a hurricane coming to Florida. Fucking buckle up. Well, thoughts and prayers for you, buddy. My thoughts are. Um, I hope it takes me to Cuba. <laughs> All right. Good chat. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>